Hi, we're Visible, the wireless company with nothing to hide. Get unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for $25 a month. Taxes and fees included. Sorry, hidden fees. We're just not into you. Switch today at Visible.com. Rate with service on the Visible plan. For additional terms and network management practices, see Visible.com. Hey there, Buffalo Bills fans. Welcome back to Believe, a Buffalo Bills fan podcast here on buffalorumblings.com and everywhere else you go to find your podcast. We remind you each and every week we do the episodes, but please, if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to the Buffalo Rumblings podcast channel. We are giving you all of the angles for your Buffalo Bills. You might ask why this week's edition of the podcast is so special. We are going to bring back a voice from the past to preview a very familiar foe that the Bills have on Sunday. His name, Anthony Marino, who has branched off since being our co-host on this podcast to do outstanding work with the Breaking Buffalo Rumblings podcast on buffalorumblings.com and Buffalo Rumblings podcast channel. He, of course, also brings you the great daily collection of links that makes you feel up to date with all of your news from One Bills Drive. Anthony, it is so good to have you back on the podcast. Hey, John, it's great to be back. I'm glad we could talk some more Buffalo Bills football, and it's just always good to connect with you, man. So looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's going to be a fun topic here as we get ready for the week four showdown. But before we do, I want to give you some kudos because I know that this whole podcast channel really has exploded uh, over the last you know six, seven, eight months where we're now up to eight podcasts on the Buffalo Rumblings podcast channel. Of course, we have our podcast, Believe. We have the Blitzed Bills, Buffalo Rumblings Q&A, Circling the Wagons, The Nick and Nolan Show, the brand new Mafia Mavens featuring the ladies of Buffalo Rumblings. They're an awesome podcast. And of course, your Breaking Buffalo Rumblings podcast. Now, Anthony, you might not want to take the credit for it, but you've kind of been behind the scenes orchestrating all these podcasts with our different hosts out there. Um, It's awesome that we've enabled so many more podcasts for Bills fans. What has the response been to this uh, improved coverage through podcasts? Yeah, you know what, John, so far it's been great. And you think, you know, early on when, you know, we got started, what seems like such a long time ago, but when you take a look at it, you've just got a lot of people um, that want to hear different voices. And you get different voices sometimes when you come to buffalorumblings.com for different articles or different features. But really, as podcasting has become such another way for us to interact with each other and to share some of our thoughts, it's just been really exciting. And, And obviously, you've been a big part of that. Well, thanks, Anthony. Yeah, no, it's been a lot of fun from my end of it to kind of see it grow from our humble little beginnings with just the Believe podcast now having eight different podcasts out there. We all have different opinions, different, you know, speaking styles, different guests that we have on. So it's really fun to give our fans the best coverage that they come to expect from buffalorumblings.com. Of course, it's not too late if you've missed the boat, if you're just hearing a podcast on the channel for the first time, we want to encourage you to go subscribe to our family of podcasts by searching Buffalo Rumblings on Apple Podcasts, on Google Play, on Stitcher, Spotify, basically everywhere you go and you can find a podcast, you will find our family of podcasts. So please help boost our numbers, which are great to begin with, but we want, there's always more room on the Buffalo Rumblings podcast bandwagon. So join us now before it's it's too late and you get steamrolled by the momentum of fans who are listening to our podcasts on a daily basis. 
Anthony, one of the fun parts of this business that we get to do is we get to speculate about we're, we're fans of the team, but we also cover the team. We have a journalistic responsibility to find the truth in a matchup and not just blindly think with our, our hearts. We try to think with our heads when it comes to a matchup. But there's one rivalry with Bill's uh, fans that evokes more hatred and more animosity. I think, at least in the modern day, the Dolphins took that honor back in the 80s and the 70s and even the early 90s during the Super Bowl runs. But the evil empire of Foxborough, the Patriots are coming to New Era Field Sunday, a 1 p.m. showdown. The, both these teams are undefeated, 3-0 Bills, 3-0 Patriots. I know this is a must-see game for many Bills fans. They circle this date on their calendar when the schedule comes out. Before we go into breaking down some of the particular X's and O's, give me your gut feeling. How do you feel this game is going to play out on Sunday? You know, it's interesting, John, and I don't know if I'm just getting wiser as I get older or just years of being beaten down by the Patriots is just uh, taking its toll on me. But my approach going into Sunday is it's just another game. And and I say that in that, you know, not to sound too much like Sean McDermott, right? But it's one of 16 games on your schedule. But along the same lines as you go through with it, I think it's just because I have more of a sense of confidence in what the organization is doing. And that really does start with Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean, what they've assembled with this roster, what we've seen so far, and really the youth that are on this team that has showed that they can compete at the NFL. And we know those guys are just going to get better. This is clearly going to be the biggest test of the season for, honestly, I think it could be for both teams. You know, a lot has been made of Buffalo beating up uh, their teams that have combined to have one win on the season, but the Patriots have done theirs with their teams not winning a game so far, the three teams that they've beaten up on. So the caliber of play for these opponents, you can only play who's on your schedule. This is the first big test for Sean McDermott, for Josh Allen, for Leslie Frazier's defense. It's going to be a dynamite atmosphere at New Era Field on Sunday We all know, and I'm not going to dredge up the stats of how much Tom Brady owns the Buffalo Bills and how well Bill Belichick has schemed against Buffalo Bills teams. But I want to point out one thing, Anthony, to start our conversations. Unlike past Bills coaches who did not seem to have a clue how to contain the Patriots and try to stay relevant in the game, I give Sean McDermott a lot of credit. The times that he's played Tom Brady, he has managed to get some pressure on the quarterback. He's managed to come up with interceptions with his defense on the quarterback, and they've mostly kept the games fairly competitive. I know the Bills lost 25-6 to on Monday Night Football last year, but there was a brief moment when Jason Kroom appeared to have caught a touchdown pass that Derek Anderson had the Bills leading the Patriots in the fourth quarter of that game. They ended up losing, and they lost the one in Foxborough 24-12, to but it feels like McDermott has done something different where Unlike Rex Ryan, unlike the previous failed Bills coaches, McDermott stands up pretty well, at least for most part of the game, against uh, Bill Belichick. Yeah, and on the defensive side of things, you bring up a great point, John, right? Because it was 12-6 to in the fourth quarter of that game on Monday Night Football last year, where McDermott and the Buffalo Bills defense, and a lot of credit to Leslie Frazier as well, have been able to you know, put that pressure on Tom Brady and now adding Ed Oliver to the mix. You know, this is one of the the matchups that many fans would reference and that penetration up the middle and how that could make a difference in, in making life difficult for him. So, you know, you look back at the roster that the Bills had last year, for the most part, the defense is very similar, right? Just one new starter on the offensive side of the ball. All of those those changes that have been made, that is what's truly going to show up, I think, make a difference in this matchup on Sunday. And, you know, from 
my fan perspective, make it a more competitive game because the Bills will be fielding an NFL offense as opposed to what they had last year. Oh my gosh, night and day difference. The receivers, you bring in John Brown, you bring in Cole Beasley, you bring in Devin Singletary, who at least for right now appears to be at least a 50-50 shot to play on Sunday. I was glad to see them sit him out against the Bengals. That hamstring can be a nagging injury. The last thing you want to do with your explosive third round pick out of Florida Atlantic is rush him back and then he suffers another injury and then he might be gone for a prolonged period of time. And I think you're right. The Bills offense, this is going to be there's so much hope and there's so much hype over Josh Allen. And, and we, we want to believe, you know, not just pun intended for the podcast, but we want to believe that Josh is turning a corner and you get disgruntled and discouraged over the bad Josh Allen a la the interception last week off his back foot. He's had at least one of those plays in every single game this year, and the Bills have somehow still managed to be undefeated. What do you see from Bill Belichick's perspective that they're going to try to do to confuse and confound Buffalo's second-year quarterback? Well, I think they've always been in a position, right, where they – what does Bill Belichick get uh, commended for? Trying to take away the other team's best weapon. And as you go through that, I would look at Stefan Gilmore probably being matched up against John Brown and looking to erase him, uh, pretty much just take him out of the playbook as someone that is proven to be the primary target for Allen so far. Uh, that puts a lot more on a guy like Cole Beasley. You know, you talk about Dawson Knox at wide receiver or tight end, and then Zay Jones at wide receiver and, and trying to make him utilize those guys. So I, I would think from Belichick's standpoint, he is one going to try to eliminate John Brown, focus on those other weapons that aren't as dynamic as he is, and probably limit, you know, make a passer out of Josh Allen. You hear that terminology a little bit too much, but to keep him in the pocket, because once Allen breaks free with his with his legs, that's when he's probably the most dangerous. How about when it comes to, you mentioned Stefan Gilmore, and he was a lightning rod of criticism in Buffalo because it seemed like he always had the potential to be a great cornerback. And then, of course, he goes to the Patriots and develops into an all pro. But the corners that the, the Patriots have out there, you know, John Brown, we know what he brings to the table. He's the speedster. He takes the top off the defense. Cole Beasley, even though he only had 48 yards in the game last week, he caught eight passes and was getting first downs. He's reliable over the middle field. And Dawson Knox, I could watch that 40. 49-yard truck play where he knocked over two Bengals defenders on loop repeatedly. That's how exciting that play was to me. So this is the first time in a while the Bills do have capable, skilled position players that can try to challenge You know, the Patriots. You see there being a matchup where um, the, the Patriots are vulnerable outside of Gilmore. Do you think that there's an area where Dable could maybe dial up a couple of trick plays or, you know, like we saw with the Giants when he ran 19 straight passing plays before running the ball first time. What do you think might be Brian Dable's perspective to attack this defense? Well, on a couple perspectives. One, I mean, you hope that Devin Singletary is back because the Bills' offense looks very much different, right, when you've got an electric player coming out of the backfield, which he showed in the games against the Jets and against the Giants. So, you know, from one perspective, nobody else on the team can give what he has. So I'll take that first. The other piece is, right, can Cole Beasley, you know, effectively be Julian Edelman right? The Buffalo Bills version of Julian Edelman. If they're going to try to eliminate John Brown, are they going to be able to use him underneath and get 
seven, eight yards a pop. Maybe he gets eight, nine, ten receptions on Sunday. And that just allows the Bills to continue to move the chains, keep Tom Brady and the New England offense off the field, and for the Bills to work as much clock as they possibly can. The last piece I would say, and I, and I think this goes in a, a lot of situations when you talk about shutdown corners in the NFL, you still have to be willing to challenge them. Right. So you've got John Brown with four, three speed. Don't be afraid to take a shot. Don't be afraid to right, kind of push the boundaries there, even just to keep the defense honest. In my perspective, Brown is still a weapon, even if he's being blanketed by Stefan Gilmore. You know, take one or two shots down the field just to keep the defense honest. And that opens things up for Beasley, Dawson Knox, the running game, everything that we talked about before. Hi, we're Visible. We're the wireless company with nothing to hide. Seriously. Hidden fees? We don't have them. Annual contracts? Not our thing. Great wireless on just one line? Now that's more like it. Get unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just $25 a month. Taxes and fees included. That's right. $25 a month? Every month. Sorry, hidden fees. We're just not that into you. Sometimes the choice is just Visible. Switch today at Visible.com. Rate with service on the Visible plan. For additional terms and network management practices, see Visible.com. You look at this Patriots team, they are 3-0, and and everyone I think is used to Tom Brady kind of lighting up the scoreboard, but the defense really does fly under the radar. They apparently are the first team in the Super Bowl era to not allow a passing or a rushing touchdown through the first three games of the season. This defense is at a gangbusters level, and it certainly will prove to be a very capable test uh, for the Buffalo Bills on offense because I don't think Buffalo wins this game if they don't get <clears throat> at least two touchdowns. I'm going to say right now that whoever wins this game, it's, it's, I think it's going to be a close game. We'll get into our predictions in a little bit, but Buffalo needs to find some way to penetrate the defense of the Patriots. I think the offensive line It was a concern coming into this year just based on the fact that we didn't know Mitch Morse, how healthy he was going to be. And this line has survived a lot of injuries. You know, John Feliciano being the latest to go down with an injury during the Bengals. He has been practicing, so that's good news for Buffalo. Uh, Same thing with just the offensive line in general, needing to give Josh some time to make these throws because you know that a savvy coach like Bill Belichick is going to find a way to dial up the pressure and try to confuse the second-year quarterback. On the other side of the equation, the Bills' defense has been outstanding. I want to read off a couple of uh, stats for you, Anthony, that really impressed me when it came. I was doing some research on Buffalo, and I was keying into some of their stats that they've done when it comes to their defense. And, you know, Buffalo, I don't think people give this defense enough credit. This Bills' defense, given the fact that Buffalo turns the ball over more than their fans would like with Josh Allen accounting for, I believe, seven interceptions and fumbles combined. So they're dealing with a shortened field more than most teams in the league. In spite of that, the Bills were first in the league in yards allowed per drive, only 24.8. They're first in the league in percentage of drives ending in a three and out at 36%. And they're forcing a turnover on 16% of their drives. They're also giving up less than 1.5 points per drive and only 17% of their drives end in a touchdown for the opposition. Those numbers are fantastic. So clearly, Leslie Frazier has gotten these guys to buy in to what his philosophy is with this defense. It's going to be a huge challenge on Sunday, but give me your top key. Uh, I'm, I'm going to, I know you're going to say the pass rush, but what besides the pass rush, which I want to get to in a little bit, what do you think is the biggest key that Buffalo needs to do with this aggressive defense to slow down Tom Brady? Yeah, and I alluded to it before, John, but I'm going to go back to the defensive tackles, right? So we all know about Harrison Phillips being out for the season. So unfortunate there because the second-year player was off to a great start this season and, and really – 
playing an equal number of snaps, uh, similar to Star Latulale. So, you know, his absence is uh, it leaves a big void for that that defensive tackle position. With that said, have a lot of confidence in Jordan Phillips, Ed Oliver, and Star Latulale. But it is going to be interesting to see what happens. Does Kyle Pecco step in? Does he get a significant number of snaps? And what can the Bills do up the middle to both, you know, again, for some penetration against Tom Brady, but also be effective against the run? Sony Michelle has not been doing a great job at running back so far for the Pats, but you look at guys like James White, you look at Rex Burkhead, guys that can be dangerous and have had the opportunity to torch the Bills in the past. So those two defensive tackles, Starla Tulele especially, along with Ed Oliver, they're going to need to come up big on Sunday. The biggest blueprint to beat a Tom Brady team is getting pass rush up the middle. Can't bring extra linebackers. You can, but it's at your own peril because he is so good at reading and recognizing and adjusting. So that's where I really feel like to me, Jerry Hughes needs to have a massive monster game. Now, I will take Jerry Hughes against Marshall Newhouse eight days a week and give Buffalo the the edge hands down for this. Buffalo needs to generate pass rush with their interior linemen, with their front four, because if you bring linebackers, if you bring corners and safeties, Tom's going to be able to pick them apart and find the open man. He's been doing it for 19 years, and that can only continue on Sunday. So to me, Buffalo needs to generate pass rush, like you said, with their defensive tackles. I'm just a little worried, though, Anthony, because we didn't see much of that success with the pass rush in the second half of the Bengals game. Do you think that was a fluke maybe due to uh, some of the hotter temperatures at the stadium and, 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 and whatnot? Or do you think that there should be a trouble sign that Buffalo might be struggling with their pass rush? Yeah, you know, I, I looked at it a little bit and was asking a similar question before, right? Because you just think to yourself, OK, what what was happening here that they just couldn't um, get to Andy Dalton and, you know, credit to him. I mean, Dalton, you know, he takes a lot of crap, I guess, online and you see different things, but, you know, Dalton is a, is an enough of an accomplished NFL quarterback that he's smart enough to get the ball out as he needs to. And I think, uh, you know, with that, he was making some good decisions with the ball in his hands on Sunday. Um, but with all of that said, yeah, maybe it was the heat. Maybe the team just got a little bit too amped coming out of the game with all the pregame ceremony and, and being opening day. I'm not quite sure from that standpoint. But, you know, as we look at it, Jerry Hughes is going to have to be so effective. And I think taking it one step further, whoever it is in the slot that is covering Julian Edelman and what that looks like, that is the guy that has always been the Achilles heel for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, it looks like Edelman is still questionable whether or not he will play on Sunday, but I imagine that he will. And that's the guy that usually when you know Brady gets that split second, that little amount of extra time that he manages to find. And, uh, and I think that's going to be another key for the Bills defense. Yeah, definitely the Patriots are in trouble if you look at what they've lost from their skill position players on offense. We know Rob Gronkowski retired during the offseason. Antonio Brown was released after a tumultuous stint with the team. Tom Brady makes average receivers look like superstars that I think a lot of fans are worried what he's going to do on Sunday. Of course, another part of the game are the backs out of the backfield. And James White is a nightmare matchup for Matt Milano, I think, uh, coming out of the backfield or Tremaine Edmonds, whoever draws that assignment. What would you say, Anthony, your confidence level is in the Bills backers being able to slow down a very capable and talented back like James White and Rex Burkhead. Yeah, it's an area that keeps me up a little bit, John, right? When you think about it, because that is a guy, he is just dangerous out of the backfield and another safety valve for Tom Brady. So I think when you talk about weapons for the the Patriots, right? And it's a little bit of pick your poison when you talk about Edelman or Josh Gordon, and then James White being that 
call it almost that third option that comes in for him, it definitely becomes somebody to keep an eye on because it is just uh, it is tough there, to say the least. Well, you know, Anthony, we know one thing's for sure with this game. It's fascinating the fact that this is the first time since 2014 that the Bills-Patriots matchup will have first place on the line. It's been that long since Buffalo has gotten off to a great start and been in contention for a first place spot. Both these teams are 3-0. and This is the first time since 1992 that Buffalo will be at least 3-0 and and face a team that's at least 3-0. and That year's team made it to the Super Bowl, but they lost to Dan Marino uh, to end their undefeated start to the season. So clearly this is kind of uncharted territory for the bills uh, in the fact that they're hosting a team that is, they're viewing them as that's a competition. That's exactly, if you want to be considered a playoff contender, in the AFC, the Bills need to come out and have a respectable showing on Sunday. I'm not saying I, I want the Bills to win. We'll get into our predictions shortly, but I just feel like this is a chance for the Bills to really make a statement at home, especially knowing that eventually one of these days, Tom Brady and Father Time are going to have to meet up and uh, and, and Tom Brady is going to fall off his perch a little bit. What would you say uh, in our favorite segment, the score predictions bound to go wrong? What are your thoughts for this game and how it's going to play out? You know what, John? I mean, if I'm speaking with my heart, it's one thing. But if I'm speaking with my head, I think it's a it's a hard fought game. But I see the Patriots on top, um, probably by a score of 21 to 17 is what I look at. Uh, obviously, I hope that I'm wrong here. But if I'm trying to be honest and not be too much of a homer, it is hard for me to predict that the Bills will win this game on Sunday. Of course, I hope that's what happens. Um, I would be ecstatic if they would. But from this standpoint, if I've got to make a prediction, this is what I'm going to go with right now. Yeah, sadly, I've, I've, I've gone back and forth on this. I really want to pick the Bills. I really do. I just don't. I don't know. I see this being an incredibly competitive game. I see it being a one score game. I see maybe Buffalo even has the lead at halftime because they're able to pull a couple of surprise plays and, you know, catch the Patriots defense by surprise out there. Maybe they strike early and Brian Dable dials up some creative plays on offense. But in the end, I still have to give the edge to Hall of Fame quarterback and a Hall of Fame coach, especially given the fact that I just don't know if Josh Allen has been able to eliminate those bad mistakes from his arsenal if he comes out and plays a mistake-free game and doesn't throw any of those forced off his back foot passes Buffalo should at least be very very competitive in this game and if the defense gets after Tom Brady gets a couple of sacks the last couple of games they've met Buffalo has forced more interceptions from Brady than he's had touchdown passes I think there's a lot to be excited for but at the end of the day I will go with the Patriots winning this one 24 to 21 uh, even maybe scoring the last touchdown of the game to snatch this victory away from Buffalo and send home their fans a little bit defeated before you start with the hate mail and the Twitter ads for us picking against the Bills again we want Buffalo to win. I just don't know if it's going to happen this time around. But I'll say if the Bills are going to pull off a victory against the Patriots, this week is the perfect example for it because the Patriots are depleted. The Bills are relatively healthy. I think that the Bills have a swagger to them, but not not overconfident. They just, I don't know, this team, there's something about the way Sean McDermott gets the guys to rally around each other. I would not be surprised if Buffalo does pull this one out. Well, John, and, and as people tell us on Twitter and online all the time, we don't know what we're talking about. So you know what? We both predicted the Bills to lose. Wouldn't be surprised if they pulled it out. And again, we'd both be ecstatic if that was the case. 
Yeah, I almost feel like my logic will be, and our logic both will be, uh, you know, we're picking the Bills to lose, hoping for the best, and knowing that maybe we'll jinx the Patriots because one of these days they have to come back to earth. They cannot keep running roughshod over this division. But, you know, one thing's for certain, Anthony, it's been a lot of fun to have you back here on the podcast. We appreciate you lending your voice and uh, keep up the best work with uh, Breaking Buffalo Rumblings and those links providing each and every day on buffalorumblings.com. Well, John, real quick, fun story for you as I wrapped up this week's episode and obviously connected with you earlier about joining you. uh, When I closed out this week's episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings, I said, that's all for Believe. And then I went into closing out the show. So um, anyway, it was great to be back with you. Thanks for having me, man, and look forward to doing it again sometime. You are always welcome to be on this podcast. You and I have our humble beginnings here, and I always appreciate you coming on as we found our voices together want to encourage all of our fans to follow us on social media. Buffalo Rumblings is at Buff, B-U-F-F, Rumblings. Anthony is at Anth, A-N-T-H, Marino. And I am John Boccasino, B-O-C-C-A-C-I-N-O. For the Believe Podcast, we are signing off this week. We'll be back next week recapping the Week 4 Showdown at New Era Field. Hi, we're Visible. We're the wireless company with nothing to hide. Seriously. Hidden fees? We don't have them. Annual contracts? Not our thing. Great wireless on just one line? Now that's more like it. Get unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just $25 a month. Taxes and fees included. That's right. $25 a month? Every month. Sorry, hidden fees. We're just not that into you. Sometimes the choice is just Visible. Switch today at Visible.com. Rate with service on the Visible plan. For additional terms and network management practices, see Visible.com.